And so I'd like to offer this morning a practice of reconciliation and loving-kindness. And so last night, speaking about the benefits of the mindfulness of death practice, meeting death and the potentialities of freedom into the deathless, the development of profound insight into the nature of things, into suffering, into its causes based in coming from unawareness, ignorance that gives rise to misconceptions of craving. In the search for happiness through sensual delight to become, to be someone, to exist, and its opposite to not exist, to feel nothing. This is the second noble truth the causes of suffering from ignorance feeding into craving for sensual delight, to be someone, to feel nothing. And the realization when these begin to dissolve, this comes towards the cessation of suffering, extinction, neuroda, the falling away of greed and hatred and ignorance, entering into the deathless, No more birth, no more becoming, off the wheel of samsara, and practice with these beautiful, noble, eightfold path, cultivation simply of virtue, integrity, the steadying of the mind, building our concentration, culminating in deep wisdom. This perhaps is the most profound of the benefits of the marana-sati, the liberation from suffering, but also it reveals to us this life, precious, fragile, like a morning dewdrop, like a firefly in the night. Perhaps with this understanding of the fragility and the preciousness of life and wanting to live life more fully, we also get in touch with wanting to balance the ledges, if you will, of our heart to make peace with ourselves, to those we've hurt, to those that have hurt us. Reconciliation, a beautiful practice of the heart. So I'd like to invite you to feel into your heart. Yes, within this chest, connective tissue and rib cage. Inside is the systems of respiration of the lungs and deeper end of circulation of the heart. And just sensing into the chest. 
heart that is beating, the lungs that are breathing, these vital organs that again remind us of the fragility and the preciousness and the amazingness of life that these organs can work for such a long time. But of course, as we've been practicing, we don't know how long. And for some it could be very short, some for fairly long. Even though very long, it's a perception, as I was asking my teacher on his 80th birthday, and he said, yeah, one snap of the fingers, about 80 years has gone by. Sensing into the chest, to the heart, to the lungs. It's powerful for us, as we've been doing all week, to know that one day it will be otherwise. So as we feel into our hearts, we'll enter into the first reflection practice. Making peace to the times that I've been hard on myself. Now all of us, due to our own conditionings from our birth and our development, begun to believe, identify with certain stories, and of course some of them can be filled with unworthiness, some grandiose, a wide spectrum that's developed through experience, these conditions that we begin to call myself, I, me, and my. So taking some moments and just feeling into this self, offering to our own hearts a sense of reconciliation for the times due to these stories that I've believed so deeply in, of my own deficiency or inadequacy, not enoughness, whatever these stories are, beginning to reconcile, understanding with insight these stories that we have taken on and beginning perhaps to see through them, to not be held hostage so deeply by them. This reconciliation to the times I've been hard on myself. If it's helpful even to place your hand on your heart, I know some have perhaps already, whatever is supportive, to feel, to feel into this heart, opening into this heart with compassion for all these times you've been so hard on yourself. Reconciling. No, so difficult to forgive or to reconcile with ourselves. Making peace.
I think we all know about these little inner cringes of contempt, of not enoughness. So easing into our own hearts and may be held with compassion. May the light of our understanding, our insight into these stories and identities, and to realize they're not as solidified as perhaps we had formally identified with them as. Making peace within our own hearts. Inviting in, may there be ease within our being. Maybe just scanning into the body, the jaw joint, other joints, the belly. Inviting in a sense of ease of being. This grace of compassion, being showered or bathed within it. May we understand as we look back in this long winding road of our lives that every experience has led us into this moment. And it's no coincidence that you are here now, in this room, in this moment. And the wise understanding that it has all led us, it's all led us to this moment. No matter what we have done, It's all been a part of what has brought us here into this practice, into this room, into our hearts, making peace. No doubt these type of practices at time can be evocative and you might feel aligned with what's being said and feeling these feelings and perhaps there could be other feelings of numbness. This could actually even bring up uncomfortable feelings and wherever you are with it to acknowledge and allow as part of our practice. Opening into our hearts with compassion.
And now very gently letting our reconciliation include also to those that we have hurt, knowingly or unknowingly, whether it be physically, mentally, emotionally, whatever harm that I have caused another, small or great, may there be reconciliation. Perhaps reflecting on those times that pain was caused and acknowledging and understanding where you were at that place and what you were dealing with. And it is different now. This is our hindsight wisdom. Making peace to those I've hurt. Again, from what I mentioned last night with this beautiful poetic expression of the guardians of the world, that we become a guardian of the world when we recognize the pain that we have caused another. And we learn from it. And we make intentions to, as best we can, to not repeat it. And this is how it gets completed. This is becoming a guardian of the world, using whatever we have done to cause pain to another, to learn from it, to understand it. This is how it's paid back. Becoming a guardian of the world forgiving ourselves for the times we've hurt others, understanding where we were at that time, and the intention to not do it again. This is how we make peace to those we have hurt.
Letting our heart expand as well from making peace to those I've hurt, beginning to reconcile those that have hurt you. I know this can be a difficult practice and I'm not suggesting that you have to forgive. Just to become aware of our own hardened hearts. And of course, I think we can understand that so long as we have a hardened heart, a heart full of resentment, a heart full of grudges, that we too will suffer. So perhaps there's a way that we can begin to neutralize these harborings, resentment or grudges or ill will. harboring against those that have hurt us, and perhaps that wise understanding that just as we have hurt someone, and the understanding that it came from our own unawareness, our own fears. Perhaps this is part of what brought others to hurt us, and even though that doesn't excuse the actions, perhaps brings some understanding, but most important in the spirit of our own well-being, Whatever way, feeling into our own hearts, beginning to neutralize the hardened heart, the heart that's filled with resentment and grudges over and over again. Such a weight and pain in our heart. Opening into this heart with reconciliation, the alleviation of this hardened heart. making peace even to those that have hurt you. Your own misunderstanding and ignorance and fear. And in the spirit of our own well-being, beginning to neutralize these harborings of ill will and resentment, so painful to carry, to continue to carry making peace. I often like to think of doing this particular part of the practice of Norman Fisher wrote a Zen-inspired translation of the Book of Psalms, and he changed the strong language of people being evil, wicked, and bad. He changed all those words to just one word. They were heedless. They were unmindful. They were not aware. May all beings find the gateways into their hearts and grow in awareness. Making peace to those that have hurt you.
You know, gently just shifting to just feeling this beating of this precious heart. Of course, if there's more to do with these areas of reconciliation, find to come back to them. It's a practice of a lifetime. But for now, if you can, gently to shifting into this heart. fusing with blood and distributing it throughout this body over 60,000 miles a day. Again, the invitation of feeling into this heart, both literally and metaphorically, Inviting in the sense of great kindness. Of loving kindness. Benevolence. Inviting it in. Allowing just to rest in it. If you're just being held in the heart and the palm of this world and universe with great benevolence, with great kindness, just allowing ourselves to be held as nothing that you need to do, nothing to get, nothing to push away. Allowing just to be held in the benevolence, receiving, being held with great kindness. with rest, with ease, with great gentleness, allowing just to be held with great love, just as you are and perfectly perfect as we all are, lighting in compassion, loving kindness, and abiding within. being held with this love and perhaps inviting in the sense of gratefulness for this life. Gratefulness to our teachers, our benefactors that have helped us along the way. So just taking some moments as well, expanding from within, just this abiding in love to just including and expanding to our teachers, 
to our benefactors, to our fourth heavenly messengers that have showed us a way into the heart of wisdom. Deep gratitude to our teachers. And these teachings apply to those that you may know personally and those that you've never met personally, but they've inspired you on how they've lived their life. Gratitude to our benefactors, our teachers. Expanding this heart of love to those that are near and dear to us, our family, our friends, our community, perhaps individually or collectively, wishing in gladness and in safety, may all of my near and dear ones be safe, be healthy and with ease. Expanding this goodwill from within and the gentlest, just an easy sharing out of this goodwill to all that are near and dear. And from those that are near and dear to acquaintances, and perhaps people we see in our own towns from time to time, more of a, perhaps more of a neutral type of ones, and just extending as well a sense of goodwill to acquaintances and even including strangers. Each and every one of us has this one life to live with the 10,000 joys and sorrows, just like me, just like me. Extending this goodwill to acquaintances, strangers,
find even to include the difficult ones in our lives. And it's very humbling when I consider this group. Just as I may have a difficult one, I may actually be a difficult one for another. So for all the difficult ones, including ourselves, may each of us find the gateways into our own hearts. Growing in wisdom, growing with peace, loving kindness even to the difficult ones. And turkeys agree. From these difficult ones, let's just bring it out into the world to all the beings that live on the earth, these turkeys and all these creatures that live on this earth. Into all the creatures that live in the earth, extending this goodwill to the no-legged, to the multi-legged, and in between. May all these beings find the gateways into the heart. May they know peace. Those living on the land, in the land, in the waters, and those with wings that live mostly in the air, Extending this goodwill to the creatures, great and small, in the earth, on the earth, in water, in the air, loving kindness to all beings. Just bringing, inviting into our mind, hearts, eyes, this whole planet Earth, and perhaps from its core out to its surface, into the atmosphere, infusing with great heart of loving kindness to all the beings that live within this world, human and non-human, It's a beautiful phrase in the Metta Sutta, extending this loving kindness to those born and to those yet to being born. It's a heart of love to all beings. All that live within this world, this planet, and extending out into the solar system. Extending out into the universe above and below, here and everywhere, in all directions. This boundless love, benevolence, compassion for all beings here and everywhere.
May all beings dwell with peace. So we'll enter into a little bit of silence and just feeling into the heart, wherever your heart is called to, whether it's to reconciliation, this holding of the heart of love, being present.
And so as we come to an end of this practice, for now, and just honoring whatever has arisen, I'd like to just end with a short reading from Miller Williams. It's called Have Compassion. He says, have compassion for everyone you meet, even if they don't want it. And what seems to be conceit or bad manners or cynicism is always a sign of things no ears have heard and no eyes have seen. You do not know what wars are going on way down there where the spirit meets the bones, where no eyes have seen and no ears have heard. We just may not know what's going on way down there where the spirit meets the bones. May we open to compassion for all beings. May all beings dwell with peace. Thank you, and want to just offer a few announcements, and then we'll have time for a few questions. And um, just a reminder for those that are getting continuing education units meeting today at 3 o'clock in the Council House, and I will be there to meet with you. And um, Victoria will be with Eugene in the groups today. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.